Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we chat with Betty, the co-founder of the NFT project Deadfellas. Since its launch in August of last year, Deadfellas has become one of the top PFP NFT projects in the space with no signs of stopping. We'll hear more about how Deadfellas came to be, Betty's perspective on being a female in NFTs, and her experience going from an anonymous founder to being doxxed. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. Hi, Minty Cell. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Jennifer? I am good and so excited about this episode because we get to speak to the founder, co-founder of Deadfellas, Betty. Yes. She was amazing. I I just loved her. Um, I think that Deadfellas and like the, the whole project and everything about the community and, and what they're doing there, I think is amazing. And it was, you know, as always, it's good to hear from women that have been in the space since kind of the early days. And I mean, what she said, like January of last year, which in my opinion is still the early days of NFTs. I mean, even today we're, I feel like still in the early days. (laughs) We sure are. And the the way that we got in touch with her is really funny because I was at Radio City Music Hall at NFT NYC and I immediately texted you and I was like, oh my gosh, did you know that the founder of Deadfellas is female and she's on stage right now? And you happen to be backstage at that moment. And I was literally like, go find her. I know. <laughs> and so it was actually pretty funny. I truly feel like I accosted her as soon as she came <laughs> off stage. I was like, hi. Betty, uh, I'm Erin with the Nifty Chicks, and we would love to invite you to be on the show. And she's like walking because she's got somewhere else to be. And so we're like walking and talking. And she basically doesn't even remember the conversation because (laughs) she was so, you know, like on a high from being on Uh, the stage. Because it is, I mean, I can only imagine speaking at Radio City Music Hall. And, uh, you know, you, you come off that stage with this like euphoria. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I love the fact that she, she could have been like, who is this crazy person coming up to me and bombarding me? But instead she was like, heck yeah, I'll be on the show. And uh, so, yeah. And, and we just spoke with her. I'm so excited to um, kind of have the audience listen to her chat and her journey and her experience. So I say, let's bring her in. Let's do it. So we are excited to have Betty from dead fellas here on the nifty chicks today. And I have to just say this because we actually met Betty at Radio City Music Hall at NFT NYC. And I kind of, I feel like I accosted you a little bit, Betty, as you were leaving the stage. Um, We were just so excited to find out that there was a woman behind Deadfellas. And we, of course, wanted to get you on the show to hear the story of how Deadfellas came about. So we'd love to hear just a little bit about you and how you got your start in NFTs. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, it was fun meeting you. Um, I barely remember it because I was like <laughs> on a high from <laughs> right. on a high from speaking on the stage. But um, yeah, yeah. Deadfellas um came about last year. So we launched last August 2021. Uh, we were working on it a, a few months prior and we started 
when I say we, I refer to myself and my husband, who's the artist on Dead Fellas. We work together on it. Um, we started in NFTs around last January um, and spent, well, he was creating one of one NFTs with his own art from, from about January. And I was like head down into researching and observing. And um, yeah, we were, we came to the conclusion that we had together the skills um, combined to, to create something really cool in, in NFTs. And, and so Dead Fellas was born. It was kind of just like a spark of inspiration. It's everything that we're both passionate about. Um, and it, it serves to fill a niche hole that I was kind of, you know, hoping would be filled. I always say that if you want to create something, you should create something that you want to see in, in the world. So that was what Dead Fellas is. Um, and we've just had like the craziest year and here we are. <laughs> so what sparked the inspiration? Like, I love the art. It's, it's so interesting. And then, so if your husband's the artist, what role do you actually play in the, you know, actual project and like the marketing? Are you the, the, the business, you know, mind behind dead fellas? Cause you guys yeah. have, I feel like you have quite a cult following. Oh yeah. We do. We do. Um, yeah. So I do everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I not, I I'm not my, surprised. I'm not like, surprised. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I mean, I have an amazing team now we've, we've built just the most incredible team. And so, um, I don't literally physically do everything, but I'm responsible for everything. Um, the design of dead fellas was my idea, the art, um, all of that. Um, the, the feel of it, I, I mean, I brought it to Psych as an idea and was like, you know, we should do this. This is very special. Um, and we sat down together and I kind of creatively directed his um, attempts at kind of putting to, to the screen what I had imagined in my brain. Um, the first iteration of Dead Fellas was one, one little avatar. <laughs> just the worst thing in the world and we will release that one day because it was just so bad and I was like oh no this is it really could not be further from what I imagined this is not it funny and then it just took like five more minutes um of sitting together and working together and the the original little dead fellow which also no one has seen the original one um was born and I was just so excited when I saw that and um, yeah, it's, I guess the inspiration is um, 80s and 90s animation, um, gaming, comics, pop culture, fashion, horror, um, music, all kinds of different music genres, people that we're inspired by. There's just so much in there um, to create this aesthetic that I wanted, I guess, to bring like an attitude of um, counterculture and community and just a, a bit of a rebellious spirit to the space. Um, I love it. Yeah. That's so good. And, and when you started this, you um, obviously released dead fellows and you were um, intentionally, I believe by design, not showing your face, not showing your identity, um, mm-hmm. but recently decided to become doxxed and share with the world who you are, who's the person behind dead fellows. So I wanted to hear your thoughts about kind of why go into the project um, as not doxxed and kind of hiding your identity? And then why the, the change to want to become doxxed? Yeah, I mean, 
the the decision to dox myself was something that I always I always had um, intended on doing because I'm I'm a very social person and I do like that in-person interaction I value it very much and I couldn't see myself not going to these events and like um, meeting my community and being able to represent um, you know my work in a way in these sorts of spaces like I I just can't imagine not being able to do that so that was an intention but going into the project anonymous um was also intentional and I think that it spoke to a few different facets so the first was I guess the ethos of web3 and the way that anonymity has you know taken a bit of a role in how we work here um, I wanted to lean into that a little bit and play with digital identity and the idea that you can, you know, really present yourself however you'd like. I mean, I, to be quite honest, I always say that I was like semi-anonymous because I've always been myself in this space. I'm the same person online as I am in real life. I just, am a bit more green <laughs> with my <laughs> avatar. <Right. laughs> um, and I think that as well, I wanted to, be someone that could lead in a in an ethical way being anonymous and I use the word ethical kind of loosely because I know that that's very nuanced and you know who am I to say what's ethical anyway but um just to be a good example of that use because I see that anonymity is something that a lot of people with marginalized identities use for safety to navigate the space especially while the demographic is so skewed towards you know white cis males so I think that that's important to maintain. Um, I wanted to use my PFP as an example of how you can create a personal brand around these projects um, and become known as as your avatar. Um, and I also wanted a little bit of space between myself and um, my family. I know I know that um, many people in this space you know, a lot of, a lot of people are, are younger and don't have families and that sort of thing. I have three young children and I know the craziness of the internet and I don't really want them to be at the forefront of, of this. I think that it's, um, it's a very strange intersection that we found ourselves in and not something that I had anticipated to start, but like the way that when you run one of these projects, like you're, really well known in this niche um and it's I guess you're sort of like a micro celebrity and it's a little bit of a strange thing to navigate so I just wanted to make sure that I was doing that safely for my yeah. kids because they didn't sign up to create an NFT project <laughs> but um yeah so I'm curious because we we talk a lot on this show about just women in the space and how we're received by men. And so I'm curious, how did you as a woman, you know, with, you know, not necessarily being docs, but I'm sure most of the people that you were working with obviously knew who you were and that you're a woman. How were you received in creating the project and, and working with people? Did you feel like, I guess, there was a difference between you versus, say, your husband? Yeah, definitely. I've had a lot of moments that are beyond frustrating. I think that we, to be able to navigate this space in a, in a, a way that allows you to move forward quickly you have to kind of 
put up with a lot of stuff that feels like it's you've gone back in time. Um, so I've been referred to as some Australian wife. I have people have approached psych to control your wife. I'm very outspoken and um, I guess I just kind of march to the beat of my own drum and I think that Dead Fellas is a slightly unexpected project for a woman to be running, which is ridiculous, you know, like why? In what world right. is that <laughs> a shock? Like that in itself is frustrating, but um, I do try to lead with my work and I think that the power that I have in disrupting the space um, as a woman comes from doing my work outside of being boxed into the women in web three kind of trope, because I think that that's a category that people, especially while the demographic is skewed, kind of used to just shove people in, you're in that box and then it's hard to get out of again. And it's, right. it's, I try to work outside of those, um, I try to work outside of that so that I can kind of shake things up um, without people's labels. And there's power in that too, though. There's power in those, those groups as well. So it's, it's just a funny thing to navigate. I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's not for the light of heart. I have definitely, definitely a very different experience than my male counterparts I'm in a lot of founder chats sometimes I'm the only woman and I see their experiences you know we speak about it compare mm-hmm. compare experiences especially at conferences and um you know with different publications and all kinds of things and mine is always so different so that's frustrating but we'll get there Do you have any advice for a woman that's trying to get into the space that maybe like obstacles to avoid or, or things that you experienced that maybe could have been alleviated had you, I don't know, known prior to, you know, entering the space. I, I 100% agree with you that this is a male dominated space that most I, I feel like most men are accepting of women in the space, but there are definitely some that there's pushback or I, I we were just, we were watching, um, oh, I can't even remember what it was, but it was about gaming and how people get treated on different gaming platforms and, you know, how cruel people can be in the gaming world. And I'm just curious if, if you experienced any of that while you were, you know, maybe not necessarily doxxed and then how to like overcome those challenges. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced all kinds of things, doxxed and not doxxed. Um, it's why I had to turn my DMS off. I get the most horrible things through. Um, and it's, but that is my experience of the internet from start to finish anyway, outside of this right. space in general. So it wasn't something that I was shocked by. Um, I had worked in a lot of um, community organizing prior to, prior to this, and I had received a lot of um, similar, similar things through that also. So I was kind of ready for it prepared for it I think that finding Mm -hmm. your community is very important so if you if you're wanting to get into this space um you know while while we talk about most men accepting women into this space yeah 
that that's probably the case but embracing them is a whole different thing and embracing them for their work first rather than for like token diversity or you know oh look at this woman she's created a woman's project for women like that is so ridiculous you know all of these projects regardless of whether they're focused around womanhood or not are for everyone mm-hmm. um so finding finding other people that are experiencing things like that um for solidarity and community can really help and also you know finding really great allies there are there are so many men in this space that have been such a source of strength and you know confidence and everything to me um that I didn't expect I really did not expect that um you know through whatever I have going on internally around this issue but um yeah it's just been wonderful I've found that the most inspiration and and everything has come from those allies so yeah find your community I think is very important getting on Twitter and getting on discord and finding those people connecting with them it is all about community anyway isn't it I know it's that's very cliche Mm -hmm. but it's true (laughs) yeah 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 totally agree that's awesome advice for anyone any anyone really stepping into the space but women especially and um I my question is a little bit about like dead fellas itself did you um because we always talk about like you know things to things we look for um when we're investing in projects or we're joining communities things that kind of um pique our interest so tell us a little bit about kind of the maybe it was expected. I'm guessing it's a little bit more unexpected, but like the massive, incredible, um, like drive and journey that dead fellas has taken. Did you expect that? Is it, you know, overwhelmingly surprising? I mean, you guys are such a, a top and leading project in, you know, trading volume and continuously like on a great trend despite market issues. Um, Tell us a little bit about kind of what that journey was like when you woke up and you're like, okay, we're sold out and people are loving us. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I never went to sleep to wake up. So that was was crazy. (laughs) We were, um, yeah, we were in Australia, obviously we're still in Australia. Um, and we launched at 2am our time to cater for the the most the most people that were in our discord and and whatever before we launched were in um the northern hemisphere so we catered to that it's still the same now probably probably a bit more um evened out over the world but back then mostly north america so Mm -hmm. yeah we catered to that we were up 2 a.m we never went to bed for like two two three days i think it was crazy we were in lockdown with three kids it was just absolutely bananas um Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was, that was wild, but I will be honest and maybe this sounds conceited. I don't know, but I knew we were going to do well and I knew it was going to be a big thing. And that was kind of what was thrilling and exciting about it. Cause I was like, we're on the precipice of something very, very great. And, um, the chance to be able to work on that. And I was equal parts in, in shock. I wasn't shocked at the, the fact that it happened, but I was in shock that the entire thing was happening like nfts and us even being there and what the hell is this technology and there are thousands of people supporting artists to create something you know from the ground up all around culture and community and i think that that is where a lot of our success lies is that um dead fellas was created culture and community first and so 
it was really built around the idea of this is this is something that we can create together but around I guess my ideals and Sykes ideals you'll find the same in most projects you know there'll, there'll be a certain feel or a certain vibe that surrounds that project um whatever that is and wherever that inspiration has come from for dead fellas it is really a very personal thing because it is us you know it's Sykes art and it's my ethos and so we we really I don't know I guess we leaned into that to the point where we prioritized the culture of dead fellas so much that I think that that's what gets us through maybe downtimes it's and I think that that's the case across all projects you know if you if the financial aspect falls away which is what happens with bear markets if you've got nothing else there is nothing else but if you've got this strong culture that um really transcends all of that it will pull you through and um it's just it's so special I can't even people get emotional about it you know like a lot of our team, when we, we met them in New York for the first time, we, we flew all of our, well, most of our team out to New York, including the Discord mods. And, you know, we were all together and it was just awesome. very, very emotional. Yeah, it was just so special to be together. And everyone is such good friends. And it it's like everyone's excited to work together. And that's the culture that I want. Like, I want people excited to know each other and excited to be together and it's the spirit of web three really so yeah, yeah <clears throat> so what are, what are you doing in the bear market to keep that community alive because i feel like i mean i'm i'm involved in a lot of different you know nft projects and and all that but i feel like some of them are going to make it through this without an issue because they are they are actively engaging and keeping that, you know, I guess, keeping up with the communication and and engaged in the community. So are you guys, is there anything special that you guys are doing to help keep everybody engaged? Because I feel like if you don't, then otherwise I feel like people will just be like, oh, okay, well, I guess that project's not doing anything anymore. And then what, you come back when it's you know, bull market again and everybody's forgotten about you if you, you know, <laughs> aren't staying active? Yeah, it's, I mean, so our, again, our community is all around um, engaging the community in fun and different ways, finding ways for people to connect with each other um, and experience things together online or in real life. So a lot of people pulled out of New York or, you know, pulled everything back a little bit downscaled a little bit we did not do that we went full in did the craziest party thousands of people it was so fun and um really brought together what we've created in a tangible way for people to experience you know touch and feel the world of dead fellas and and be together for the first time that was really cool and I think it was amazing for people to see at home yeah. um aside from that we have like gaming servers that we've created so like our mods run these really intricate games for the community to get involved with like survival games and um dead hunters which is another one that's that's been designed around dead fellas there's lots of different things that people can get involved with um and just have fun i guess and as well not to be <laughs> this is cliche again this space runs on cliches i swear but um bear markets are for building <laughs> 
And yep. so we're building like really, really hardcore. We have three tech startups that um, we're fleshing out right now, um, basically building the tech that doesn't exist that we need for the next stage of, of Dead Fellas. So um, yeah, hoping to move the whole space along through what we bring to everyone. Um, yeah, so we're, we're very, 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 very busy. <laughs> I'm there you sure. go. And, and so I just, I want to make sure everybody knows where to go check out Dead Fellas. And that's uh, dead, D E A D, fellas, F E L L A Z dot I O. And mm-hmm. Twitter is the same, right? Yeah, it's just Dead Fellas at Twitter. And then <clears throat> Instagram is Dead Fellas NFT. Um, if anyone at Metro is listening, please give me the Dead Fellas username. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Does somebody have it and they never post on there? Oh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. (laughs) I feel like I hear that from so many people that it's like, oh yeah, somebody's got that username and they won't let me have it and they never post. Oh goodness. I know. Anyway, we'll get there. It's fine. Um, Yeah. And then we're on Discord. You can access the Discord through the website. Um, If you just go to connect to the Horde, there's, there's links there that will bring you through and Yeah. Perfect. Well, is there any last thoughts you want to share with our audience, Betty? I guess that, um, you know, the, the sentiment around crypto and NFTs outside of the NFT space are kind of negative at the moment with the downturn of the market, but inside the spaces and it's like we're just blissfully ignorant because we know where it's going. So everyone is fine and we're all having a great time. Right. And maybe that sounds ridiculous. I don't know. But none, literally no one that I know that is founding a project or, you know, leading tech or any of that in this space has stopped or feels bad about this space. Like no one. So yeah, totally agree. everyone is still like full steam ahead, if not yeah. harder. And I think that it's right now presents a really amazing opportunity to get in and to establish yeah. yourself before the next bull run, not financial advice guys, but <laughs> never, we would never share financial advice <laughs> no. on this podcast. <laughs> but I just, I just, uh, I just think that it's really exciting. It's that like, um, you know, that potential energy situation. I feel like we've been, we're, we've pulled back like one of those slingshots ready to go. Yep. And it's like, everyone's kind of preparing themselves, like, like in a plane, you know, where you're getting your t- tray table up and putting your belt on and before the takeoff, like it feels like we're there right now. So to me, it's really exciting. Um, I love that. There's no better time to be here. Yeah. Yep. No, that's perfect. We agree. We totally agree. Yeah. We haven't stopped and we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. This is my life now, guys. This, that's it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Thank you so much for being on the Nifty Chicks, Betty. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks. It's been a pleasure. So I just, I love that. And it's funny because ever since we started talking about having her on the show, I keep going and looking on OpenSea every day, trying to find my perfect dead fellas to buy. I, I know what I want. I'm just waiting to find the one that I want at the price that I want. How about you, Jenna? Have you been? Yeah, I have been also stalking the project and Mm -hmm. like, I just, I love the community. I love, um, I love what they're doing and 
that interview just made me so more excited to, I know to check, you know, stay involved. Um, I just joined their discord. So I'm excited. Well, the other thing I was following their journey at NFT NYC and watching the parties and community meetups and everything that they had going on and truly felt like, oh man, I wish, I wish I had been in the state or in the project before the, you know, NFT NYC, but I'm like, next time I'm not going to miss out. Yeah. Major FOMO on those parties. They know how to throw a good party. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So, you know, that being said, we're all about the socials and we want to make sure that you are following us. You can find us at the Nifty Chicks. That's at the Nifty N-I-F-T-Y Chicks, C-H-I-C-K-S. You can find us on all the socials there, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. We are there. That's right. And always thank you so much for listening. Remember, invest in yourself. You are worth it. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting. Hey, where are you guys, by the way? We're, well, I'm in Puerto Rico. Jenna's normally in Puerto Rico, but she's in New Hampshire right now. Right. Oh, okay, right. cool. I feel like maybe every like 90s movie in the world is New Hampshire. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you're from Australia. You may not know where New Hampshire is. I don't know. I don't know. No, how big. Oh, I feel like it's pretty small. Like my- <laughs> it just reminds me of like. 90s movies I don't know anyway it's totally I mean I'm I'm literally on a lake right now and the amount of horror movies uh-huh. um, right. that could could have taken place right next to me yeah. is spot on but everyone like everyone in those movies is wearing like a green or a brown coat oh and yeah like- <laughs> and and they all all take uh maple syrup from the trees it's uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they all go hunting uh-huh. yeah it's <laughs>